Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Your Life show, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's a pleasure to be here, and we're reaching out to people all over the globe, whatever you need, we're just sending you blessings, and hoping that you're having a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are. Speaking of having a beautiful day, part of that is being healthy, and feeling that you have the health and the wherewithal and all that you need to move forward in your life and in your work and in your relationships. And oftentimes we think we're okay, yet sometimes we'll figure out or we'll find out that there's something that's going on within us. Maybe it's something physically or mentally or emotionally or whatever that's holding us back and keeping us from having a more fulfilling life. So we're going to really take a look at that today with somebody very special. And I have as my guest Lorraine DeVersa, who's a lifestyle strategist, a wellness coach, and a speaker. She's also the founder and the CEO of Attain Your Vision and employs health and lifestyle transformation systems that are geared toward busy, entrepreneurial, and professional women, especially moms of athletes. With decades of personal and professional life experience, Lorraine works with women to develop and nurture their true and best selves. Her compassion, dedication, and devotion to bringing out the best in people comes from a life of self-care and an honest assessment of her own career path. She has touched the lives of world-class athletes and weary working moms alike in over 30-plus years of coaching and supporting countless people in whatever their endeavor may be. Lorraine is also a master level therapist, Cornell University certified whole food plant-based nutritionist, a business consultant, and a certified paralegal and yoga teacher. Wow. Welcome, Lorraine DeVersa. How are you? That's pretty impressive. I'm doing... (laughs) Thank you, Joanne. I call myself a Jackie of all trades, as so many of us women are. And thank you for having me on your show today, Joanne. It, it, you know, it's my pleasure. And you have a story. We all have a story. But you have a story about your own health and, and challenges that you face that may have actually moved you into the various fields that you're in. So can you share with our listeners, Lorraine, a little bit about that story and that kind of awakening? Yes, I would be happy to, Joanne. As a young child, I did experience um, some like digestive issues and a number of allergies. So when I was 17, I decided when I went off to college um, to become a vegetarian. 
And I tried to learn as much as I could as to how my eating would serve me being my best self. And my undergrad was pre-med in nutrition, and that gave me lots and lots of information. And as luck would have it, at 26 years old, when that was the last thing I was planning, I became a mom. And six years later, my second son was born. So here I am fully enthralled in being the best mom that I can be. And things were going very, very well. My two sons are amazing um, individuals, but it was a lot of work and there was a lot of stress um, that was involved in being a single mom. And at the age of 40 years old, um, I started experiencing some cognitive fogginess. One of the things that I employed to spend time with myself was running. And as I would run early in the morning, and I would get up pretty early to do that before my sons woke up, I would start to feel unclear. And I thought back to the day before, and I said, what did I do yesterday that might have put up me in this position of feeling unclear, feeling foggy? And I realized that I probably ate a lot of cheese. Um, I was a vegetarian. I wasn't a vegan. And then I would go in for my normal testing, and I discovered that I had osteoporosis, which to me was the last thing I ever thought I would get because I was a dancer, a ballet dancer, since I was four or five years old, a gymnast, a runner, worked out in the gym since I was 16. So I did all the things that doctors tell us we need to do. And I was eating well and I was moving well. And then probably six months later, I discovered that I had cancer. It was a melanoma that um, got created, um, was obvious on the front of my right thigh, and the doctors told me that I had cancer. Mm. So here I am, this single mom, sometimes feeling foggy, with osteoporosis and with cancer. And I thought, what am I going to do? Am I going to turn over my life to chemotherapy and radiation and be less of who I am because those methods really just drain you? Or am I going to get smarter and do what I need to do to be healthy, what I need to do to set a good example for my sons. So that's the course I decided to take. I didn't even tell my sons what the situation was. I didn't feel that it would aid them at all in feeling comfortable and competent and hopeful. I just began to learn more and more and more. And I am a scientist by nature, I loved organic chemistry, biochemistry, microbiology. So I started looking into the science of food, the science of digestion, and the science of nutrition. So one of the things I discovered is what we've been told our whole life, um, that we need dairy for calcium, we need dairy for strong bones, didn't make any sense when you looked at 
the chemical reaction that occurs when you digest lactic acid in milk. So lactic acid is acid. It needs a mineral to balance out. And what ended up happening was as I was digesting the lactic acid in milk, calcium was coming out of my blood. Calcium was coming out of my bones to create a balance. I immediately decided that I've got to become a vegan and eat a whole food plant source diet. But I also knew that that wasn't enough. I um, realized that I was living under a lot of stress. Um, My older son's little girl had passed away within this time frame. So it was at this point that I decided I needed to reduce the stress in my life, and I became an avid yoga and meditation practitioner. And from that, you know, I love, I love this, I love this story, and and the way that you had that, the way that you figured out what you need to do. I want to tell some of our listeners who may be going for chemotherapy, whatever that. People have choices. You know, you've chosen a totally different lifestyle for yourself, and I think that's wonderful. I also have a friend who was who, who went off calcium, and she was in a lot of pain. Just and she felt so much better when she went off what the doctor said to take more cal, you know, more calcium supplements. So, and I don't do any dairy. Um, well, I'll do some goat's milk or whatever. So I, I you also, um, interestingly, you're, you know, you mentioned that you're an athlete, but your sons, both of your sons, correct, are athletes and prominent. Tell us a little bit about, did you pass that on? I mean, was that something that came naturally to them or was that something that you encouraged or, or how did that work out? I believe what came natural to us is moving and moving serving us in terms of feeling more and more who we are and also assisting us in dealing with our anxiety. I remember being a little girl feeling anxious and what I did to feel better was move and it was the same way for both of my sons. And what I also learned through my experience in my childhood was I wasn't going to place upon them any concerns relative to, oh, don't do that, you might get hurt, make sure you're careful. What I did with my sons was celebrate who they are 100% and help them use their mind and their heart to be fully involved in their sports. Um, My youngest son is a world, yeah, it it was so important. My youngest son ahead, is a world-class gymnast, and he is our most highly decorated gymnast on still rings in the history of our country. Wow. Now, that, yeah, and that would not have happened if we would have gone with a party line. Um, you know, he's not this thinner, more flexible kind of guy, and in his time as a junior Olympian, a lot of the judges were like, oh, you can't do gymnastics, you're, you're too muscular. You know, and if you look at a Chinese or Japanese gymnast, you know, they are smaller guys. So right. Brandon had, right? So Brandon had to really prove to these judges that he can be an all-around gymnast, do each of the events, and excel on still rings. And after a while, 
they realized that he was right. Um, and isn't he inducted in, in the Hall yes. of Fame? That's yes. what, you know, what yes. an incredible achievement. You know, I'm with you in terms of movement with a background in dance and movement, and, and I'm constantly moving. Even when I'm talking on the phone or whatever, I'm moving when I'm doing it. I'm not sitting. <laughs> so, And I think right. movement is so important, like you said, in terms of, of of handling stress. So I have a question. A lot yes, of your focus yes. has been with moms, and particularly moms of athletes, is that because of, of, of your own passion and what you've been through? And what does that look like? Yes, it is because of my passion and what I identified I needed to do to support my sons. Being an athlete and, and working to be the best athlete you can be takes a lot of pieces. A lot of pieces have to be pulled together to make that possible. And my sons and I identified those pieces in terms of nutrition and mindset and lifestyle. My heart is with every athlete that is inspired to do their best. And they need to have a team to assist them in that. And their first team is their parents, especially their mom. My goal is to assist to assist moms in understanding what it is that they need to do to be healthy and empower themselves, what it is that they need to do to set an example for their athletes, and what it is that they need to do to make sure that they are fully attending to every detail of their kid's life. When you have an athlete, that kid's not the easiest kid to bring up. It really isn't. They are so headstrong. I mean, from day one, uh, Brandon, my youngest, was a few minutes old. He rolled over and urinated on the doctor. That is the definition <laughs> of who this kid is, who is now a man at 30. Right? So I love these it. kids wear you out. They do wear you out. And, um, you know, I'm still getting worn out. But anyway, uh, they do wear you out, and it's just so easy to hand them over to their coach, but you can't do that. They'll have to be their parent. You are number one in terms of being responsible for that athlete to make sure they're living a healthy, empowered, and safe life. Do in, you find um, Do you yes. find that a lot of parents, not a lot, but do you find some parents that are pushing their children to to be more athletic or to do gymnastics or whatever and and it's not something that the child wants and or 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 are you seeing something different Exactly I do see parents pushing their child to be an athlete um specifically a gymnast I think it helps the parent feel better about themselves however that is so risky a kid that doesn't want to do their sport will find a way to get out of doing their sport. And a lot of times that's through injury. And that's the last thing we want to push our kid to do, to get injured just so they can get a break from the pressure that we've put on them. So, yes, I have seen that. I work so with when you work, high school. Do you, yes. When you work with 
parents or moms like that? I mean, do you have you said, "Hey, your kid doesn't want to"? I mean, what do you what do yes. you do as a as a coach to to help moms like pull back a little bit and really recognize that if a kid is because of the discipline and the time, if a kid doesn't want to do that, I think. I think it's it's horrific to really, like you said, to make somebody do what they don't want to do. So how do you exactly. handle a parent like that, a mom like that? I mean, we have we have a very honest conversation about it, a heart to heart conversation, and I help the mom get really present with what it is that they want to do as their child's mom. What they really want to do is to be able to identify and help celebrate who that kid is. And if that kid doesn't want to do their sport, then they're ignoring who that kid is and they're doing the opposite of what it is that they want to do for their child as their child's parent. And then another piece of it is I help the mom identify who she is so she can live with who she is, celebrate who she is, identify times in her life that she just like jumped out of the box and was who she is. So in that way, it's a lot more about her and her evolving in her life as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as an employee, and a wife and mom. So we need to get present with the person, with the mom, and then she will better serve her athlete in the long run. You know, I think that makes perfect sense. Now, do you think that that self-care for the mom and for the athlete is is different from the self-care that we need who are not necessarily athletes, although I love to do yoga and dancing and movement and walking and blah, blah, but but is it is it that different? I don't think it's that different, no. I feel that each of us, regardless of how we live our life, need to get present with who we are, experience who we are, and support that expression with self-care, with the foods that we eat, the times we spend in meditation or observing nature. I feel it's very similar for all of us. The one piece that is a little bit different is the recovery aspect. So an athlete um, has a significant amount of time that they need to spend in recovery from training, from their competition. So that piece is different, and that piece needs to be handled in order for the athlete to be able to get back into the gym or on the track the next day and move further in their abilities and their competencies. So what do you mean by recovery time? You mean that like after they're there, they do a workout or they're, or they're doing yes. a competition. Oh, okay. Right. Um, yeah, what do you recommend? After competition. Oh, okay. Good. Because recovery also could, you know, has other meanings. What do you recommend to our listeners? Some are moms, some are are potential moms, or and some are athletes, and some are just not involved in that, but very interested, Lorraine, in in self care and being the best of who they can be. What I recommend is 
to identify what you must have in your day so you feel you've lived your best day. And it takes a little work to get to that point. The way you prepare for that consideration, I believe, is each and every day get up, you know, wake up, get out of bed before anyone else gets out of bed and have time just with yourself, right? So sneak downstairs or sneak into another room and spend time with yourself. For me, what I do, and this is something I have done for many, many years, is as soon as I get up, I meditate. Um, I happen to use a guided meditation. Deepak Chopra is like one of my favorite um, individuals, and he offers a guided meditation. So I do a guided meditation with him, and you can do any type of meditation. But the idea is to get present with yourself. Get down deep inside of who you are and spend time with yourself. And then spend some time journaling. Yeah, journaling is important, too. I do a walking meditation, which to me is very important in terms of getting centered. And and um, oftentimes many people have challenges sitting for long periods of time, and that, that walking meditation was something that worked for me. So I think that it's important that people recognize that there are many ways to go within and to access that quietness, that that inner knowing that you're speaking about. Exactly. I remember after exactly. I had an injury that I that that I was taking a meditation course and I couldn't sit. I had to, and and the teacher wanted everybody to sit in that posture. And I thought, well, does that mean I can't meditate because I can't do that right now? So I had to learn a different way, which is which I think is important for some people. Where are your sons now in terms of what they're doing and and their lives and and their a- athletics? My older son Brett still lives in New Jersey. I moved out here to Colorado eight years ago, and he assists me with my um, online and IT needs for my company, Attain Your Vision. And he also, yes, and he also has his own company, and he's developed several apps. Um, The latest app he is working on is a virtual reality program for children with learning challenges. He's oh, I'd awesome, love to speak with him. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's it's a great idea. And in this world where there's so many young children on iPads and iPhones and laptops, for a parent to be able to offer an app that really aids their child in moving forward in their cognitive abilities, I think, is a win-win. Um, I'd be okay with my kid being on an iPhone if they were actually developing their cognition as a result of that. So that's what my older son, Britt, is doing. Um, He's a wonderful young man, kindest, hardest uh, person that I've ever met. And then my younger son, Brandon, he has a company called Life Rewired, and he is still training. Um, His company, Life Rewired, is an effort that works with professional 
and entrepreneurial men and basically helps them get their mojo back. So it's not easy for men either. Our society says you've got to be the certain kind of person to be a man of value in our society. And so often as a man is attempting to accomplish that, they lose sight of who they are. And Mm. they start eating foods that don't really serve who they are. And they stop moving because they're behind a desk. And they start judging themselves because they're not the, you know, valued man in our society. So Brandon works with these entrepreneurs, these executives, and helps them get back in touch with the amazing individual they are and create a lifestyle that is sustainable and supports that person. So what Brandon does with men, I sort of do something very similar with women. You know, my friends you know, and I are, yeah, sorry. No, I just it's no I just going to say it's amazing that because obviously you've done some incredible things and motivated them in in such beautiful directions that 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 there they are opening opening and having their own companies helping other people better their lives in so many beautiful ways I think that's just so fantastic and that's kudos to you as as a mom thank you thank you I feel, you know, my father was a man that helped me be so grateful for this life. And my dad passed away eight years ago. And that's when I moved to New, to, from New Jersey to Colorado because my job was done, I felt, as his oldest daughter. Um, right. But my dad taught me that gratitude is so important. And I just want to express as often as I can how grateful I am for this opportunity of life and a big, you know, a way to do that is to help others have their best life as well. Um, Respect each other and support each other and be silly and laugh as often as I can and do that with as many people as I can. Right. And I think that's a wonderful way to be. I also believe that, that we're here to serve one another too. And, and to do it like you and your sons are doing in such a beautiful, wonderful way that really helps transform them and better our world. So what other tips can you give our listeners in terms of of empowering themselves and living a, a more healthy lifestyle that's serving them? Yes. So I'll get back to my recommendation that each of us, wake up earlier than anyone else and have a plan in place of what we're going to do before our day takes off in terms of serving others. So what I recommend is getting up early, drinking water, because water is something that really fuels the metabolic processes in our body. Um, And when I say drinking water, I'm meaning 20 ounces, 40 ounces, before you do anything else in your day. And wow. then another, yeah, yeah. And, and the easiest way to get that much water down is to drink it out of a bottle where you can just put your mouth over the opening of the bottle and then you just let the water basically go down your throat. I mean, it's a process that is efficient and works well and it accomplishes the goal of getting water into our body. 
if we drink water out of a glass, then we're bringing in air, and it's just a lot more cumbersome. And um, I believe in being as efficient and productive as possible. So I. But that's a lot of water. Of Most of us don't don't drink that that amount of water, even though we probably, like you said, should. I'm thinking, how do you get it all down? <laughs> Yeah, like I said, so I use a blender bottle, which has an opening, just like a plastic bottle that water comes in, which I don't recommend drinking out of because of the chemicals. But I use this similar process, and I just put it in my mouth, and I just open my mouth, and the water just goes right down my body. You have to give it a try, and you will get used to it, and it works really well. And it's a lot and less it stay, And it stays in your body? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. And if you urinate it out, at least you're getting rid of toxins, right? It's gone through your body. It's gotten, right? So you're getting rid of toxins. Um, The goal is to drink anywhere between 60 and 100 ounces of water a day. And then as I'm drinking this water, I'm cutting up my vegetables for the day. So I'm creating the food that is going to nurture me every morning and I'm doing this around 5:30 in the morning. And then in that way I know what it is that I have available to me to eat. So, I get up, I do meditation, you know, walking, whatever, then I drink my water and I prepare my food for the day. And then once all of that is taken care of, and I feel everyone should give this a try. Um, I jump on my rebounder, which is like a little trampoline that I have in my house, in my living room. Um, when my older son was born 36 years ago, I bought a rebounder, and I jump on it every single morning. What that movement does is it allows your lymphatic system to be activated and get rid of toxins and also develop your immunological response or your immune system is strengthened as you're getting rid of toxins. We have, like our cardiovascular system has a heart that pumps blood through, but our lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. The way it gets activated and the way it processes processes is through the peristalsis of our muscles and tissues and so forth. And jumping on this little trampoline is what helps me do that every day. So if somebody, can't, yes. if somebody can't do jumping on a trampoline, aren't there other, like, physical activities that, that still do that same thing or no? Yes. And, and so when I say jumping on a trampoline, I don't really mean you have to jump per se. You could be standing on this little trampoline and just lift your heel. Alternately, lift your right heel, your left heel. And just do something so if I'm like standing that. like right now I'm standing if I'm standing I'm not on a trampoline I'm lifting my heels kind of like a prant like I'm prancing around the room does that do the same thing yes it does okay it does. all right I yeah, do that all the time <laughs> good well because good. you know Lorraine not everybody's going to go run out and get a trampoline and we don't want them to feel that they're being shortchanged and and that there's an alternative as long as they're moving and they're doing that movement that you're describing Lorraine that gives them the same effect which I think is wonderful yeah. and okay perfect good yeah and you don't even have to be moving as you're doing that 
So, Joanne, as you're cutting up your vegetables for the day, you can be standing in place and just lifting your heel. Lift your right I'm heel, always... lift your left heel, swing your hips. Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, that's that me. <laughs> Not everybody does that, that's but true. I do that all the time. So, like, yeah. like, like I'm yeah. talking to you right now, and I'm moving mm-hmm. because this feels good, and it's part of, like, <laughs> who I am, just like it's part of who you are. Now, how do you get people who are usually sedentary and they don't like to move and they're not like us, they don't like to move. I think it's beautiful to move in so many different ways. How do you get them motivated? Like, okay, you got to do it. What? What? Because I can see somebody, oh, I don't feel like moving, I'm too tired, da, da, da. it takes so much work, which it doesn't really, but how do you motivate them? What I do is engage with them, sometimes over the cell phone, we'll chat as we're both walking throughout our neighborhoods or doing meetups, creating meetups where a group of us in the morning go out and walk and talk and maybe vent a little bit and laugh. So I try to make it seem, yeah, make it seem like it's a normal part of life and then help them recognize that there is a value to that. You know, to appreciate that. I think that's you know, part I of think, what goes on for us. We don't realize and I think, that there is a value. I think that's so important because you're right. There is a value. And pe- and if you're doing that and you're, and you're creating like a fun way, people aren't even focusing on the movement as much as, as what else is going on so that, that it doesn't feel as... I'll say strenuous or or challenging or whatever. Like you said, Lorraine, it just feels so so natural and a part of whatever the situation is. Beautiful. Right. You know, when I do um, presentations about healthy eating, and I'll start out my presentation by asking the audience, what's you know, name one of the healthy foods that you eat, absolutely love to eat. And I have been amazed. People will look at me with a blank stare and say, I don't eat anything healthy. Sorry. But they do. Really? And, yeah, oh, that is the response I get. It amazes me. And I think it's because we're so hard on ourselves. We don't feel that we're doing anything um, that really is of value. So then I say, no, yeah. You do eat something healthy. Come on, think about it. And then they'll say, well, I do love broccoli. That's great. Enjoy your broccoli and eat as much of it as you want to. Overdose on it. Celebrate that you love <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> you know, you've you've hit on something that, that I think is so important for our listeners, and, and part of it is the celebration, but recognizing, like you say, that – that you are eating healthy and value those times and and celebrate them and do more of them, like you say, because it really helps. And we are usually so hard on ourselves, and here's the way that you're turning that around. I love broccoli, by the way. I love all vegetables. I could eat vegetables (laughs) all day long, (laughs) which I do. I know. It's It's wonderful. (laughs) And and another thing that I recommend – is putting out on your countertop healthy foods. 
And there's, there's a reason for it that has to do with our chemistry and our mouth watering and so forth. But staying on the point of celebrating what it is that you do that is so wonderful. So celebrate the foods that you love to eat that are wonderful by displaying them in the kitchen on your countertop. Now, As I have a if question. you were displaying merchandise, you know, at Macy's. Beautiful jewels of beautiful jewels of food. I have a question because what I do and what I love to do is I am I am juicing. So I will do broccoli and kale and celery and carrots and and um and put them in a blender and and I'm having a beautiful drink that I love and it to me it's a wonderful way to do that and it's healthy and it's fresh. Do you recommend that at all or no? Yes, I do. I do. Um so I recommend juicing, I recommend creating smoothies um like you were just mentioning with the various ingredients and also perhaps add a protein powder, so a vegetable source protein powder. The one that I use um, is Vega. There's several of them out there. I did a lot of research on Vega, and I feel it's healthy. But I think juicing and creating smoothies is very important. And bring it with you. And it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It really is. And you can add certain things to it, um, like hemp hearts and chia seeds and flax seeds and a couple of different mushroom powders. Mushrooms are so good for us. There's a lot you can do, and you can just pack it full of nutrition. My You know, I've recently added ginger, like fresh ginger, and it really... It really helps with the taste, and it's and ginger. So to me, it, it, it's it's very healthy. Well, Lorraine, we it can is. talk about this forever because it's it's getting me all <laughs> excited about the possibilities of being healthy by moving and eating and celebrating ourselves and celebrating what we do. And I love how you present it to people because it's fun and it's about also celebrating who we are. So tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and find out more about what you're doing and connect with with you. That would be wonderful. My website is my name, basically, LorraineDiversa.com, and you can learn more about what it is that I have available to assist um, our listeners with. And you can reach out to me on my email, Lorraine at LorraineDiversa.com, and all of that contact information is on my website. You also can join me on my Facebook page, my Instagram. I try to communicate each and every day with my friends and my clients and all about celebrating this life and ourselves and sharing who we are with others. And it's my life's goal. And I would love and you, to be able to help other people do the same. And you do it so beautifully. You really do. So thank you for your serving you. all these people and, and helping us get healthier and celebrating who we are and celebrating what we're doing in terms of eating and moving and all of that. And thank you for being who you are, Lorraine. 
<laughs> thank you, Joanne, and thank you for being who you are and serving My, as you do. Thank you so much, and have a beautifully blessed day, Lorraine. Thank you. You too, Joanne, and thank you, everyone, that's been listening to us. Thanks so Namaste. much. Take care. Namaste. So I don't know about you, but that's inspired me to go do my smoothie in it a little bit when we're done here before my client. But I want you to think about what Lorraine said because it doesn't have to be stringent or, you know, she talked a lot about celebrating what you're doing and making it fun and making it fitting into your lifestyle in a, in a beautiful way. And when, you, when you're doing that, when you're feeling healthy, it it helps you in so many areas. It helps you with your work, with how you're you're relating to people, with how you're feeling about yourself. So think about what you need to do and some of the recommendations, the beautiful recommendations that, that Lorraine gave us today. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to, I'll give you the short version, doc, D-O-C, white, doc, white, dot org. And also remember that we call this show Power Your Life because you have the ability, and it's you, your choice, you have the ability to power your life, to take charge of your health, of your movement, of your stress, of whatever it is you need to do to make you feel better and to live in more powerfully and a more wonderfully healthy way. So do that. Even if it's just taking a little step and then another little step to be where you want to be. Thank you so much for joining us and look forward to speaking with you again. Have a blessed day, everybody, wherever you are. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.